Guys, thank you guys for joining me on my podcast. This is awesome. I am so excited. The first podcast I did was with Micah. Say hi, everyone. Say hi, Micah. Hey. <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> and basically, you know, trying to figure out how to do this thing. And it was, it was, it was a task, but Micah was my definite angel through this whole thing my guidance through this whole thing but i'm so excited to be doing this um i have a special guest on also with me my son demetrius hey y'all and we have a third person that's coming in but eventually uh, i guess eventually he'll come in and i think that's what it do what it do it's ryan set my other guest that's on this podcast right now hi ryan we saw that you were having a little trouble trying to uh join us but we're so glad you're here to talk about last night I did a um uh IG live show and I had a guest on by the name of Nikisha Haley and she was an entrepreneur what have you and it it was it was fun and then it turned into uh, <laughs> a church service type of thing <laughs> and Demetrius didn't know how to you know act excuse so, me yeah. oh my wait 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 excuse you, me I did know how to act. You didn't. No, you didn't. Demetrius, first of all, I'm sitting here. I don't know. There was another friend of ours that joined the pod, that, that, not the podcast, sorry, that joined the um, IG, and he was just acting a fool on it. It was a lot of fun, to be honest with you. But it did them two, I just know that in person, that if I do go to a church service, I can't go with Demetrius and Nikisha. Those are the two, and Christopher. I, those two, three, three people I can't do. <laughs> You've been with me in church services. You came to my church like how many times? And I ain't sit next to you. And I did not sit next to you. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, I did. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, so that was one time. But the other time, you was in the booth, so I didn't have to sit next to you then. I was all, look, I was running around besides being in that booth, and then I was sat next to you and all that jazz. So. Micah? Ryan, uh, I'm not in this fight. <laughs> right, I'm gonna stay out of it as really? much as possible. But you already know that Demetrius act a fool in everything. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why you expect <laughs> anything to be different. That's all I want to know. Thank you, Micah. Appreciate it. You just confirmed there's my convictions. Some, there's <laughs> some, like convictions going on around here. I said what I said. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun though it was it was a lot of fun though it was it was just it just reminded me that i need new friends <laughs> the lies you and that, that i need to i'm your son <laughs> so it doesn't mean you can't get rid of me that easily you know too much see my children are stalkers that's the thing <laughs> That's that's some not because mafia I love stuff you, that you know, I don't not know. Because you know right. we no. need each other, but that you know too much. I know too much. I mean you can't I show my love so much. I, I show my love so many times, so much. But I'm like my other mother Granger. I don't tell you I love you. you can't. I said you just know too much. How about those apples? That's terrible. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's how I express so, my love. Well, the other thing that I um, could kind of pick on someone about, and he's on this call too. Um, um, Micah, last night we were on this uh, house party 
and a certain person <laughs> um I don't know. This pandemic has really gotten people to have different looks about them <clears throat> and bring out certain personality traits about them that oh, they try goodness. to keep hidden that we always knew all oh, along goodness. was there. <laughs> please enlighten me, please. <laughs> okay, so last night so we were on house party and and a particular individual we won't name any names was on there in the background just walking back and forth just pacing now can just picture you're on a video call with four or five different people and you just see one person just walking back and forth now mind you we all know what ryan looks like right now he's very woolly right now if you will and going into a hair into a wolf he's a ball of hair so he's walking back and forth pacing and it's like what is so i'm trying to ignore this because you know some people might be doing stuff in the background they might be fixing up fixing food they might be cleaning up you know straightening up their area doing something no you just see him going back and forth back and forth across the camera pacing looking and then he goes back and forth and on top of that and i'm like trying to ignore it but then at the same time I said hold on wait look can we stop for a second why are you going back and forth what is wrong with you you look like a series like you're plotting your next murder what is going on with you I was just getting exercise what is that you were getting exercised by pacing exercise? back and forth by pacing back and forth Ryan ominously so you know I gotta, I gotta do something <laughs> Oh my God! I I just didn't I. Uh, we see it's like it's it like one concern. one one. The phone is on speakerphone, so you know yeah the the the, the volume is in the room, so I I can walk around and talk and do things. So I'm moving around, just you know, just being natural, just being you know comfortable. They gonna stop me, and like maybe maybe feel feel all bad and stuff. So I said I, I was like me. <laughs> so then when Marsh got mad at me, he's like stop moving, stop moving. I started moving faster. So shaking my body. <laughs> <laughs> Only you will provoke too. that man. Only you. That's great. Look, 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 y'all called me. I was I was butt naked and I was trying to like relax. Okay. <laughs> so I had to put on clothes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna close in the laundry. <laughs> Brian. Oh, so now you're going to blame us for, first of all, there have been other times when you guys could not answer the, you didn't have to be on video. You do know that you can take your video off. So you could have been bucket to the world. We wouldn't have known anything. Yeah, but then it would have felt weird, you know? What? Oh, God. Ryan, I don't want to see you. Since when all of a sudden this, okay? I do not want to see that. I mean, I, I feel I, you I, though. I, there is something kind of weird about like being on the phone with someone, even if they can't see you and you're naked. It just feels weird. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm 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 half naked right now, but I got pants on, so you know. So not as bad. But when you're like fully naked, it's like okay, but see, that's the thing. I should put on clothes. Yeah, you know, (laughs) you know, I I I feel bad, you know, (laughs) feel dirty, you know. You feel bad? No. Let me just tell you where you feel at. This is because if you were naked, you would rather be on video so you can start showing stuff to people. That's the thing. Because if I was nude, I ain't right. showing y'all jack. <laughs> it wouldn't bother me none. And y'all not worthy for me. Ew, nah, wait I, a minute. I don't want to yeah, look I'm trying, to, trying to show the goods. I'm just trying to like see, see my face, you know? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Thank you.
but yeah, so that's that was that situation. Um, I think for us, we've had a lot of crazy shenanigans go on um, in our world. I I just I don't know where okay, to so start. We, so we should, let's, let's start right here. I feel I feel disheartened. I feel feel angry. I feel, I feel upset <laughs> that Demetrius didn't give me the hookups to the produce. <laughs> First of all. That's- Oh, Demetrius, I told him. Wait, I told him about the food. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> First of all, let's get something clear. And let's clear the air with that one. My mother, Granger, was on was in my room while me, Yolanda, and our other good little bro, Chef, was on the phone talking, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, she mentioned about the produce that we are distributing to other people that we know, right? Mm-hmm. And then my got to be the one said that, oh, I know a great person that might eat it too. I'm like, Ma, really? Really? We're going there? Of course. Now? Of course. Why would you not think, Demetrius, as many times as we have been on. As many times we tease Ryan about food, and you know somebody that has food Ma. and is trying to give it away, that's the first Ma. person you should think of. And it's Ma. vegetables too. That's the first person. And you know those times that we were on the Oh Lord. Demetrius, I'm hungry right now. Okay. Come on. <laughs> oh. I'm like I'm already on my way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, mom, oh that <laughs> I didn't open up nothing. I was simply th- no, I didn't. All I did was simply pass on. I didn't the send message. that message. My mother sent the message to you. Right. I all like I said. All I did was pass on the message to mm. the said person that would be perfect to. But I didn't. But I try to warn you. Okay, but see, here's the thing: he's getting on your case because it's in your house where that food was, and you didn't think of it. And you know, all those times that Ryan was talking about, oh, I gotta go to the store and get some food. I had no food. You know how he is, like that Snickers commercial. He turns into Eric the what is it, Eric the Red, a Viking, and then now all of a sudden, you see, serial killer. That's why he was looking like he was looking last night on the daggone camera. Micah, there you go. I'm crying. That's not my fault. Micah, actually, it isn't your fault, Ma. They got vegetables over there. Come on now. I mean, they got vegetables. Come on. You know what I'm saying? What did y'all expect? (laughs) (laughs) And it was in his bags of food, she said. She said he gave me about three bags full of fresh food. I was like, oh. Oh, Oh, I'd be mad. If I were you, Ryan, I'd be mad. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Honestly, no, Demetrius, how could you? How could I? First of oh. all, I'm the one organizing this whole entire pro- product. So the person that you should really be mad at is my grandmother. Now you don't want um, to get too hard. Your grandmother. Now. Hold on, your grandmother does not have Ryan's phone number to be contacting him. You do. <laughs> so how would he get mad at you your grandmother? Doing all this kind of stuff. Right. So how was he supposed to know if Ryan is... The- Have I met your grandmother? Ryan. Ryan. You... 
Have I met your grandma your grandmother before? Yes, you have. How long has that been? You met her a couple of times. But I, I don't That's not asking how long. Listen. The point is, Demetrius, that you knew about it. You knew it was going on, and you didn't think of your hungriest friend. And I don't know, that just says a lot to me. <laughs> First of all, before y'all come and try to attack me, I'm dealing with constituents. I'm dealing with a lot of people going Oh, on. God. I don't need little D and little dumb to get it on my doggone case. How about those doggone well, I mean the green ones. The, the green, green ones. Those are good to have. Those are pretty good. Anyway. This is called tough love. All right? Now hold the bag. Tough muff, oh god. Tough my ass. Kiss it. <laughs> now he's what it I'm no, sorry, said, said it again. Hold Ryan. the bag. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> oh jeez. I told you. No, but just to just to um just to just take the heat off of him. <laughs> A little bit. Um yes, um just can you just tell your mom yes, hold the bags for him. Well, right the- now she has she has the bags, but next Wednesday is our next um food distribution. So when we um when I when I go over there for my work site, um I can and they um get their food, um I can um we can deal with that situation. Yeah, and all you all you gotta do is just put Ryan on every bag. You're good. Okay, Ryan, Ryan, sweetie, Demet. Okay, I'm gonna take Demetrius out this equation for a second. Ryan, first of all, those foods have to go to other people, also, not yeah. They have you, Ryan. They have Ryan. They have. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are Ma, you... you never learn. Ma, you always put you always I'm... put yourself in this trap. And I always keep on telling you I do. I do. That you need to watch what you say, I do. especially in the topic of food around Mr. Ryan's set over here. But you don't listen to me. Well, that should have been in your brain when your mom, when your what grandmother you talking about because of the house. fact that I was. De- Hold on, y'all. I'll be right back. I'm finished with that food distribution. I'm tired as what? Okay. So in my mind, the only thing. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about when you're there. No, no, no. She said that she used to bring. Did um? She said that they would get. Well, I don't. That's not something that's been happening all along. I think that's something that, for them, they no, just got it's like been, last week. It's been going on, but the thing is, is that on Wednesdays, me specifically. Because I'm dealing with the mm-hmm. constituents, I'm dealing with the food, I'm dealing with all this extra stuff, that the one thing in my mind mm-hmm. that I want is sleep and peace and quiet. No, I feel that. So, well, that's understandable. So my yeah. thing is, is that I, yeah. I'm not really thinking about anyone except trying to get myself together so that I can do the next thing. Because... Uh- yeah, well, because of the fact that mm-hmm. it's like it's so much going on with all the constituents um, with their cases and 
dealing with people like Mr. Riley said over here that 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 cannot hold their bellies. <laughs> well, well, D, let me, let me ask you a question: oh, wow. Is is this food going to like the people dealing with all the problems right now? Yes. So, um, the food is going towards the um, constituents of Newark of all the wards and everything because of the fact that of the coronavirus. Many people, they had to be, um, they're really, it's very tough times going on um, at this at this time for Newark, okay. um, especially with the constituents dealing with work and everything. So they weren't, they don't have the money so that they could, you know, go to the store and buy, you know, groceries so that they can sustain with food <clears throat> for their families. So that's why Mayor Ashley Baraka, he, um, he issued this food distribution um, partnering with um, Hello Foods. I believe that's the name of the comp- corporation. And Hello, Hello Fresh, thank you. Hello Fresh? Hello, yes, Hello Fresh. And that's fine. Right. And we were able each and every mm-hmm. single week um, have like <clears throat> boxes and boxes of food um, to really distribute to the constituents. That's great. Okay, that's good. I'm glad that they're doing that. Are they doing now? You guys are in different areas. Like Demetrius is dealing with uh, the city of Newark. What about you guys? Like um, Micah, you're out in Chicago. Are they doing anything kind of like in that realm? Um, No, not that I know. know The only thing that I've been uh, informed about uh, is the uh, the curfew. That's the only thing that I know. Uh, and that's the only thing that's been really oh highlighted uh, from the information that I know. That could that could be different. I could just be ignorant uh, to what our mayor is currently doing. But uh, that's yeah, that's all I got right now. <laughs> is it's curfew? What about you, Rye? Uh, when it comes to Long Island, um, no, there's, there's I mean, there's probably a few things going on because I've seen seen a few things on um, Facebook, but it's it's mostly thing with just protesting nothing with food distribution <laughs> yeah um yeah nothing like that it's you're strictly protesting over here yeah. wow <clears throat> and that's crazy because that's what a lot of things when i came down here finally when i arrived in dc yesterday um i did start seeing some of the protests it wasn't a lot of them but you know not yet because i think it was just probably maybe they were closer to the white house um there because <clears throat> where i was was kind of like around going around it and um, I didn't see too much stuff, but there's things are starting to open up a little bit here. And uh, if, hmm, as funny as it is that this, both these two major things are happening at the same time, it's almost like one is overshadowing the other. And the, the one thing that came before it, well, actually, honestly, <laughs> the one thing that is prevalent has been here. The, both the things have actually been here mm-hmm. for centuries, decades, and yet it's coming to a head. And it's like one's overshadowing the other, like you know. And it's it's ama- It's kind of just a little bit amazing as to how we're now trying to see <clears throat> what resources are out there, what different things are happening, the questions that, as Demetrius called them, constituents, because I would have had another word for it, um, with these questions and discussions that are going on and stuff like that and yet yeah still well i mean honestly yeah. the uh government officials and administration aren't really doing 
too much in that regard to assist people. I don't think people have necessarily forgotten, but I think that they're going out and protesting regardless of the fact because justice mm-hmm. is really is is it's it's important, you know. Um, but the thing that really bothers me is that I know in LA uh, their government shut down a bunch of their uh, testing facilities and blamed it on the protesters. Wow. Wow. What? Well, thank God. It's currently unsafe. So we're going to shut down these testing facilities, which is just doing all the more harm. Yeah, it is. You don't shut them down. You just put a little more security there so that people, you know, people that are not there honestly to protest or if they're there to try to destruct, destroy anything, you know, you do just like you would do a bank. You send security there to uh, to to cover a bank. You'd send security to cover the president. You send security <laughs> to cover things. You still that means those things are not shut down. They're still going. You just send some type of security to cover them. Yeah. You don't shut down a test. Thank That's ridiculous. God, that that never happened because of the fact that we still have our testing sites in different um, areas in Newark. And Mayor Rache Baraka even stated that um, because he was there, he was there with the um, with the people for the peaceful um, protest that that was going on in Newark. And he made a statement saying that if you were in the peaceful protest and everything, I would highly, highly suggest you go and get tested. Mm -hmm. So he really made it that yes, you are welcome to join us with the protest, but we are also unctioning you for you to get tested to see if you are because the coronavirus is still out here. Yeah. Loud and proud. That's that's honestly that's the thing that really irks me about like what they're doing in LA because like especially uh I've seen a lot of videos from the protests in LA and the protests in LA are incredibly the protests around the world honestly are incredibly peaceful until the police come and incite violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah did you see in Paris no I was like whoa okay yeah, it's terrible. I was serious there's a, there's a video circulate, circulating now um, of this uh, older white gentleman who was trying to return one of the one of their riot hats and they, they pushed him down and I saw he hit that. his head and I started saw that. bleeding and no one did anything no one tried to <clears throat> help him in any way yeah they did they just kept on walking. Yeah. yeah. But one of the... Yeah, I saw that. They just but kept one on... of the same cops that were um, that were there in that moment also kneeled with the protesters 24 hours beforehand. So it's like, it. I just feel like there's so much like performative uh, right. BS <laughs> coming from... The A lot of hypocrisy. Now. Yeah. It, it is. I, I feel that there's a... It's, it's a... It's hard right. to sift through the wheat of yeah. what's actually wheat and what's actually weed. You know what I mean? Because the problem is you have some people that are trying to infiltrate the protesting process and trying to disrupt it by trying to pretend to be this, but they're, you know, and, and it's just, <laughs> sadly enough, the coronavirus 
is that very thing. It enters your body, and then once it's in your body long enough, it infiltrates and makes itself look like it's an actually good antibody, but it's actually a deadly disease, a virus in your body, destroying slowly. And that's what people are doing in these protests and these riots and stuff. You know, and then and, and then and then turn around and point the finger at oh, it's black folks doing it, and it's not. And we're finding out it's it's not people of color doing it. It's not people mm-hmm. of non-authority that's it's doing just it as anyone well. That's not, it's just anyone that's so not for the movement is just doing pretty much nonsense. The one video I saw where one guy, yeah, um, not for the movement, uh, not a person of color, took a skateboard, was trying to break a, a, a glass <laughs> in the city. A brother came by and took the skateboard from his hand and said, what are you doing? And he said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So it's just people just want to just do whatever to think that it's for the cause, but it's not because that's not where we're about. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And then there's people that's letting off steam because they're angry at the fact that they're protesting. You know, you got some people from different organizations <clears throat> that organize themselves to pretend that they're angry, but they're really not angry True. for the yeah. intention that right. you think. You know, they, they're getting away with doing certain things like they've been getting away with doing certain particular things, you know, and it's really sad. But hopefully this brings about some kind of change. It's not going to happen overnight because this is something that's been ingratiated in, in, in the, the minds of, of certain generations that are still around, um, trying to keep that particular agenda going that, that's been started from the beginning. Um, and, you know, without citizens really putting their best foot forward and showing these government officials, we know what you're doing. We're not going to stand for it anymore. I do commemorate, you know? though, and hopefully not somebody's not going to, like, slap me in the face when I say this, but I really do commemorate some of the policemen and women that are really are for us, but, they're in a, but they are in a Absolutely. situation because of the fact that they still need to be in line because of their job. Like, for instance, also with the military. Now, many, and this is when we need to do our research and we have to have some knowledge about what's going on even with the military. They're forced to be at, present at this, at this time. They're forced to be in that line. Or else, because, or else they yeah. want to get in, if they refuse and everything, They'll be in federal um, prison. I I mean I can't speak for like uh, the military because my knowledge of like military affairs is very very little. But I think when regards to uh, police officers who are uh, for us, I honestly I stand with the people who state that they should probably find a different job because it's hard to be for your community and try to change an organization from the inside when the organization is founded on systemic oppression. The police, the police are just, are reformed mm. patty, patty rollers. So it's, it's hard for, the, for that, form, that type of organization who was founded upon racism to change in any way, shape or form. So I really think that the people who, are, who entered the police force to create some form, form of change should see now that without complete and total rehaul, there is no, there is not going to be any change. So you, if, if you're ordered to go out and yeah. attack protesters for exi- for executing their First Amendment right 
you should probably find a different job. Yeah, especially if that's your job duty right now, which mm -hmm. is to stop something that should be happening. Yeah, it's it's kind of a hard thing to do. You know, I have a friend right now who's who's. I mean, we all have friends who are in the force, some somewhere along the line. And my friend right now, he he just started um, his job. I want to say <laughs> six months ago. And now he's now he's a a newly wedded into the law enforcement agency, and now has to deal with this, trying to defend his name. And that's hard when your partners are doing the the, the, the worst, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing of it is, the thing the thing of it is, it's like any job, you know. Uh, I think I was mentioning this today that there's you know policies in place where if you see someone doing something, you can anonymously tip, you know, the powers that be that this particular person is doing something. But it's very hard to. I I, I question. Do you have mm -hmm. that in place in the police force, where you have that in place at a store, or where you have those rules in place at a at a theater? Do you wherever you work, is that in place? Where, or are we still here to protect, like a fraternity? You see your fellow partner doing something that they should not be doing. Are you reporting it? Are you really honestly reporting something that they should not have been doing? Because right now, all we had is you know the digital age is showing what's been going on. You know, there's countless names of people that have been dealing with pr police profiling and, and, and brutality and, and racial profiling, not just in the police force, but pretty much anywhere in corporate America. That's heavy there. So are we actually putting in place that training, you know, hey, this can you need to report you don't have if you don't want the risk of somebody trying to come after you because you told on them, so to speak. Um, here's a phone hotline report this particular incident and we can look into it and see if it's actually being done or is it being covered up and swept under the rug? Because that seems to be the main thing that's happening when it comes to the mm -hmm. police academy, the whole policing department, that whole organization. You understand? So that's the problem. And like I said, the only thing we have is the digital age yeah. where somebody actually can put out, pull out their phone and record yeah. what's going on. Because otherwise, George Floyd would be another name that exactly. we've never heard of, which, like many others, that we didn't know anything about. So I, I somebody that wants to go into police force, like I know a couple of people that are in the police force, that are in the criminal justice system, that want to reform, that want to make about some kind of change. They can do it. And like I said, it doesn't take one person. It takes a group. And like I said, I do commend people that are in the, armed force, the law, uh, law enforcement that actually do want to be there to protect and serve. Their heart is to actually protect and serve. Do they know what that means? You know, I watched a, I work at um, a theater where there was a police academy graduation and the speeches that they were saying, and I just felt in my heart, to be honest with you, like, hmm, I wonder how much of these men and women are actually going to do that. These newly police officers. Yeah, yeah they, so, they, they want to do know, so much good with their new platform, but once they realized what the platform is, it there's they're stuck, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you do something wrong, oh don't worry, Shh, we gonna we'll protect you. You ain't you gotta worry about nothing. And it starts with just something as little as that that nobody really thinks about. It's always the smallest cog in the wheel that they don't think that would ever cause a big huge corruption or big huge commotion. 
And it does. Because it always started with something very little, a tiny gesture or a tiny thing. I don't know, y'all. I'm, a little, I'm a little on the But I, I mean, I have, I have family members who are uh, part of the police force. And I, I really, I know that they're in, they joined initially for the right reasons. But I can't, I can't trust it. And I can't fathom. You can't trust it. That's understandable. Commend yeah. someone going into a job that is so just so innately corrupt, especially at this point in time where it's so visible, you know, like if, if my job yeah. were to tell me, it's hard, you know, Hey, go out here and do something completely unethical and immoral and wrong. I wouldn't be at that job. So I, I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. How many people can actually say that when they have, and, and the thing of it, and that's because you brought that point up, because how many people can actually right. say that and they have families that they have to support? They're the sole support of their families. They're the sole support of themselves. It's one thing if it's just you yourself. OK, I, if I lose my job, then it's me I have to worry about. But you lose your job. You got a, a wife or husband and children or, or parents that you're taking care of. You understand? So it's a little, it, I mean, that's an isolated incident of many people, but that's something that a lot of people face on a day-to-day basis when they're at work. They're facing having to do something unethical that they don't think it would affect the outside world or don't think it would affect anyone else. But they know that if they get off of this position, they lose everything. There's a possibility, possibility. They'll lose everything because that's their bread and butter. So it, you know, I, I'm, I'm commending the people that protest and all this other stuff, but I'm also looking at the fact that you have nothing else you're doing. You're not working. Kids are not in school. So you're not running around with the kids everywhere. They're at the house. You understand? So you can, you, you, everything, you're looking at your computer and your phones and your television all day long, and that's what's being fed to you daily. Versus when you're on your busy life, you're not seeing that daily. You can turn it off and get distracted elsewhere, which you still can, but still. So is that affecting you because you're seeing it more or is it affecting you because you honestly feel like I, this is an issue that needs to stop and I got to figure out how to get, be a part of the solution, not the problem. Because some people don't think they're a problem. That's the other thing. True. They don't think that they think they're right. They don't feel like that there's a problem. Oh, people are blowing it out of proportion. You know, black folks is just doing the most. They're doing too much. And they just want to excuse, be able to be, they just want to have an excuse to have more crime. And the, you have those kind of people that yeah, and you know, think that way. And it's you know, sad. I mean, because it's probably a lot to ask. But then again, we're all asking for a lot these days anyways. If there was a group of people in the agency that could say, okay, let's start up. I guess you call it a grassroots type of uh, department that can reinvent how the cops deal with people. Because, I mean, I, to- I told, I told you, told, I think I told Yoli um, a few days ago, um, I think it was you, I'm not sure, but um, I was saying that I remember that video of that, those, those cops on the New York City um, subway. It was Swedish cops that were, that were um, not in uniform they had their, their their weapons on them, and somebody was on a train. They, they accosted him because he was disrupting the, the 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 train. They put him, they pinned him down, and he's screaming and yelling, "I can't breathe! I can't breathe!" But he wasn't being hurt. So the cops talked him down, calmed him down. They asked him, "Are you hurt?" He says, "No." Nobody got hurt on the train. He didn't get hurt. Nothing happened. They 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 immobilized him until 
New York City cops came. So my question is, how can these cops from this 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 nation be so effective when all we do is shoot and kill here? How so? So what is the training like? You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I I I think it's the training. I don't, I really don't know the police training, and it would be nice if I had somebody that did know. Well, I do know someone that could tell you what the police training is. Um, <clears throat> like I said, anything that you get into, it's an individual walk. There's a lot of people that are on the police force, but there are very few of them that have a personal agenda for being on the police force. There are very few people that are on the police force that know that type of power that they have or authority that they have, and they abuse it. And then on top of that, no one's, and then there's no accountability or, or, or um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no accountability and there's no discretion, I don't want to say discretion, consequences to the actions. So that's what can be a little bit jarring. <clears throat> so then you have these people like Officer Chauvin who does stuff like that. And the other ones that have done things that they've done in the past. So <clears throat> it's an individual thing. Are you going to hold this particular person count- accountable? Because you can have all the training. You're trained to do certain things. You are, to train to, you are trained to defend yourself. You are trained to infiltrate a criminal when they're doing something. Because you do have the first person you have to think about is yourself as an officer. You got to protect yourself because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're no good if you're dead. You know what I mean? So you have to have the discernment and the knowledge of how to deal with and properly handle a criminal or someone that's committing a a crime or someone that is not committing a crime. You have to discern the situation because there's a lot of trickery out there. And you as an officer have to know how to handle the situation. And if you decide to go beyond what you're trained to do, which a lot of us do sometimes when we're driving, a lot of us a lot of us take risks and things that we should not be and go along with whatever if you can get away with it. That's not training. That's human nature. So, again, if they start to hold accountable and, and consequences thereafter for some of these things that are going on and not sweeping it under the rug, then maybe we can see some kind of change. Maybe. Maybe. Because then those officers that are realizing, ooh, if I do this, I'm going to get in trouble. And then also realize, hmm, I shouldn't do this because this is wrong. This is not what I came in here for. Or, hmm, I shouldn't do this because this could be my friend's brother or this could be such and such. There's a level of thinking that has to happen, and that's an individual walk. But if you start holding people responsible and accountable for what they're doing, then maybe stuff will change. Because some people are privy to punishment than just hearing somebody tell them it's going to be punishment in order for them to change their minds. But that's not, you can't I was, control um, that. <laughs> I read this thing online uh, a little while ago uh, that basically had a theory that there should be uh, different sections of a not police force, but a new uh, type of uh, I guess, blanket security that the police force is supposed to be. Um, Where, like, there are different divisions that handle different things. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it brought up a good point 
to me, and I think Ryan, you touched on it a little bit, that like these Swedish cops were able to calm someone down. Uh, nurses have to do that all the time. Psychologists and psychiatrists have the ability to do that. Yeah, you know, and it's like I just feel like yep. there should maybe it is within the training or maybe there needs to be some diversity within each division of like okay these these people are uh similar to social workers where they can where they have this this that and the third ability to do this these people are trained similarly to nurses where they have this ability to do this that and the third and also give like you know medical assistance you know i think i just think i'm i'm not the person to come up with it uh but i think there should be a complete rehaul in how Mm -hmm. the police work and i think that it should ultimately go that route where there's either like very very extensive training and you learn how to do all of these things by the book completely yeah but um that's cool. Yeah. My goodness, it's guys, so I love nice. this. It is. Just next time, don't leave food out of the situation, okay, sweetie? This week, we, we can't have Ryan being, you know, violent and stuff because, you know, I can't see that, 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 can't see that madness happening again. So if anybody asks him, can, can Ryan tap into his anger side? All you yes, have we've to do seen is it firsthand. That's we've all. seen it. He can do it. Easy. No, all you have to do is mention there's no food. Yeah. Then, no, I'll, 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 I'll be okay. That, that didn't even sound tell. sincere. <laughs> See, he's already stuttering. He's already stuttering right stuff. there. That was not even convincing. <laughs> not convincing that was at so all. So not convincing. <laughs>